It's the Tom Bernard Show. Sitting in for Tom Bernard, I'm Dave Schrader, along with... Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. JB. Mike Molina. And Orny Adams is in studio with us from House of Comedy. He'll be there tonight, Saturday and Sunday. We'll be back. We've got a lot to talk about here on the Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Bust it. We're back. This is the Tom Bernard Show. I'm Dave Schrader. Tom will be back with you on Monday, back in studio, back from Punta Cana. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> that's that's my contract runs out today. I'll be back on Tuesday to hang out. But uh, in studio with us from House of Comedy, Orny Adams is here. Orny, welcome to the show. Thanks Thank for being you. in. Thank you. Good to have you back with us. Yeah, always. Kim, you pick a good weekend too, huh? Finally. Yeah. I've been here where it's so cold that you, I mean, you can't even go outside for a second. No. I, know, I know you're sick of people telling you how cold it is here, but. Uh. No, I, I'm with you on it. I'm originally from Chicago, and I came up here, and, and I've never felt this kind of bone chilling <laughs> cold in my life. You know, it's funny. Chicago's beca- not so toasty. Well, I was in the suburbs, so we had the nice shelter of the <laughs> of the oh, Medina okay. Golf Course buffering me from the cold air. But uh, yeah, it's no. This is a different kind of cold in Minnesota. This sure. is a bitter, horrible, mm. bone-killing cold. Yeah. See, I disagree. I grew up in St. Louis, and, and that, when I go home mm-hmm. and go, if I go home around Christmas time, and it's thirty-two degrees there, it is a lot. To me, at 32, it's a lot colder there because of the humidity and the wetness in the air than it is here. Humidity does not help. Yeah. that's Well, although we did a big event up at the Palmer House Hotel in Sauk Center, Minnesota about four years ago. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, people came in from all around the United States to to do this event at the hotel, and it was so cold. The bank outside was, I think it was registering negative 23 degrees, and with the wind chill was around negative 40 for uh-huh. the weekend. Everybody's cars were frozen blocks of ice. Like, you couldn't start right. a car. Yeah. No well, don't you have to, like, attach something to the battery that keeps it warm or something? Isn't there some sort of device that you <laughs> yes. Minnesotians do? Or? I, I guess. I'm just... Yeah, you can put, you can... As they say here, yeah. you can plug in your heater. car. Just yeah. two months ago, oh, we were uh, we had a you know the big game, or just last month we had people in for the Super Bowl. And <laughs> when I was coming to and from the show, people were coming up to me, and one girl actually was serious. She was genuine. She was like, "How do you live here?" Because she was so cold. Mm. I mean, she was from Florida, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Because because <laughs> <laughs> we don't like Florida. Yeah. Is that the deal? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's good, but you get to travel all over. You get to see the. The world. Yeah, I was weathers. in Edmonton last week, oh. which was freezing with yeah. snow. Uh, <laughs> next week, I go to Australia. Oh, nice. And then I go to, what am I doing after Australia? Southern California for a week. And then I go, this is a good one. I'm going to Mar- Monte Carlo, which is right next oh, to France. Nice. Uh, and I'm yeah. doing a, a private show with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pitbull, the rapper. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. you, get to, you get a chance to see it. Australia is beautiful. Have you been there before? I've been to Australia. I'm excited about Australia. And uh, yeah, I'm just sick of traveling. It's too much on, on planes. and Yeah, there's you know, that. Too many people. Too many people. But I it's just... a good gig. Look at this. You get to go out. You have fun. You yeah. make people's lives better. You make them laugh. And well, then you get that's to see debatable. Wallabies. That's debatable if I make anybody's life better. That's, <laughs> that's, up for, that's up for discussion. I'm sure everyone's got an opinion like Minnesotian weather. Yes. So people chime in. We've got uh, we've got some good good news coming in, uh, JB and and Mike. Uh, I know Andy probably could care less on this, but it looks like the Vikings are now the overwhelming favorites to sign Kurt Cousins. You guys excited about this change? Nope. Woot woot. <laughs> and That's I'm it? not really. Nobody cares. <laughs> and I don't no, know. I, I, know I do care, but I this is not a a good move. And this is not what you would want. Nope. All right. I don't root oh. for any 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 NFL teams, but I kind of agree with Mike. I think he's going to be overpaid yep and the uh expectations for what he can deliver are going to be too high horny i hope your audience is a lot more excitable than this group because <laughs> well, i mean oh, it sucks yeah it's a good time we get a good quarterback in i'd like to get somebody well, we can that's, trust that's, you stick a franchise tag on a guy that has had one good year we've we've run that gamut before yeah but this isn't a franchise quarterback yeah also this, yeah this right. is a no, guy I coming off two years of tags and he's right. not worth it yeah well, that's exciting news shot to hell, Catherine. I'm going to take off. I'll let you guys handle the rest of the show. I, I thought, thought it was going to be something people, you know, actually got excited yeah, about. I did this too. Well, exciting the, news. I, yeah. There will be a lot of people in this town who will get excited about it. Yeah. But like I said, I don't root for any NFL team. And Mike, Mike is a he's a diehard Viking fan, but he has clear vision. Clear, clear vision. Yeah. What is clear about being a fan of the Minnesota Vikings? <laughs> well, he yeah. he. He can see their flaws, and he understands their flaws. There are a lot of Viking fans who they can never do any oh, wrong. Right, no, I'm with you on that. See, I'm all about being honest about your team. You love your right. team. They're good. Mm-hmm. They're, you cheer for them when they're bad. You can boo them, and then, oh, you're fair weather. No, I'm not. I, I pay a bajillion dollars. I pay tax dollars for the stadium. I want to enjoy the team yeah. that's playing. There. I'm allowed to beat them up a little bit. Why don't you root for any uh, NFL team? Uh as I stated earlier, I'm from St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> and when they allowed the Cardinals to move, I was like, okay, I'm done with that league. Yeah. Any league that allows their teams just to willy-nilly move for... The Rams. 
Well, the, and then to bring in, the, and I didn't even root for the Rams when they moved yeah. into St. Louis. So it's like, yeah, whatever. That's did how you, I'm with the uh, NHL. Yeah. Did you play for a team? Do you have a ring? Who did you play for? No, I work at the university. I work with athletes. So Got when, it. when they win championship rings, I get rings. Oh, nice. So, well, congrats. Thanks. Well, see, is that a good deal for you when being a comedian? Do you try to book yourselves into venues that are near big plays like for the super bowl or world no, i wouldn't want to be near there. the super but if there's something cool going on i will i, I do catch some football games because that goes on during the day some sure. basketball games right you know i get to see um, from boston so to see like the celtics play the Cavs or something in cleveland like that's that's always fun but no i don't do it well, uh, you kicked our ass last night that's for sure yeah i i've stopped following sports i don't know what uh maybe it's an age i don't know what it is <laughs> but it just doesn't uh are you with me? Or? Uh, no, I am. Actually, I, I followed it for so long. I gave up on the NHL when they took the North Stars. Yeah. I fell into then watching the Vikings. I, I loved the Vikings for years, and now I'm just kind of, well, if it's on, I'll watch it with my kids. But it's that kind of thing. It just doesn't have that same appeal to me. At well, I don't day. know what happened, but there was a time that it, it seems like players sort of stuck around on a team for a while. Like right. I, There was Bird. It was the same Celtics for years. And now it just mm-hmm. seems like I, I couldn't, week to week, it changes. Yeah. Anyway, and the the price tags that are being flung around out there, that's yeah. insane. Well, that's crazy. Free, free agency has changed the landscape of sports forever. You know, and that's the, that's the bad side of free agency is that, you know, you don't grow up watching your heroes come from being a uh, rookie all the way through retirement mm-hmm. for the most part unless they were traded. Now yeah. it's like, eh, I can't wait to get to the point where I'm become a free agent and get the hell out of here. Green Bay has pretty much kept that kind of family atmosphere, though. Their, their yeah. team sticks with them for a good long right. time. Right, and they don't win. Yeah, they're horrible. That's the problem. Yeah. But LeBron, <laughs> LeBron picks teams like I pick uh, vacation spots. You know, it's like, oh, there's a party in Miami. Let's go to Miami. Like now, you know. Uh, you know, Philadelphia won a Super Bowl. Maybe I'll go. I'll go there. They're they're getting hot. You know, it's like there's no. Uh, it's the love of the game, right? You just who cares? The love of the money or the love of the game? Wherever it's going to take you. I don't know. They're treating it like pickup basketball. You know. <laughs> exactly. Well, they said Kirk Cousins would likely insist that he has not yet made any decisions about his future with free agency. Still days away, but Las Vegas believes the star quarterback already knows where he will be playing in 2018. Mm. Uh, the New York Daily News noted on Friday that Las Vegas, more specifically, uh, considers the Minnesota Vikings to be the overwhelming favorite to sign Cousins. The Vikings have a 1-3 to odds to land Cousins, while the Denver Broncos have the second highest chance at 10-3 to odds which is a pretty significant gap. The New York Jets and Arizona Cardinals, the other two teams that have been mentioned as potential Cousins suitors are third and fourth. Well, this, this Does anybody want to play for the Jets or the Cardinals at this point? Nobody wants to play for the Jets. Right. Well, the Cardinals, you would. Uh, there's no income tax. And there's that. And they do have a pretty decent defense. Yeah. But um, the, the, the uh, thing with this whole free agency period right now, you can. Um, you're not supposed to be talking to anybody. Nobody's supposed to be talking to anybody. And then on the 12th is a term something called. Um, uh, you're allowed to talk talk to people, but it's not legal. <laughs> that, and I, I can't. I can't remember what it's called. Are ex-politicians but, running the NFL? <laughs> something like what that. What the hell's going yeah. on? Yeah, you can, you you can talk, but it's really not supposed to be happening. And then two days later, that's when you can start talking. Well, that day that you can start talking, most of the time the big deals are broken on that day. No, so that's what, well, 
Right. Yeah, they, well, there's behind it, right? Is that the like the insider trading information? Right. Speaking of, did you see the news about uh, Peyton Manning? That's crazy. <laughs> what did he do? Drop 31 Papa John's chains? I mean, not even like, like shameless. Like not even like 15. Isn't that a isn't that a, a law legal. against that? There right? should be. Yeah. You know that the NFL is about to drop the steel, yeah. so you bail out on 31 restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem. Although right. somehow politicians are allowed to make mm-hmm. deals. You know, uh, knowing what legislation is on the table and what's going to be sure. passed. Well, that makes so, sense. Nobody yeah. else is taking care of the politicians. And, and so did, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Just uh, Icon just sold a, a ton of stuff right before the tariff announcement. So right. he knew it was coming down the pipeline. So we're the idiots. We're the idiots sitting in some little closet here in the middle of Minnesota without any inside information, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, it's it's disturbing to me. It's funny to watch the way this thing all plays out. I, I I'll, guess, you know, I'll tell you something. Well, I had an inside tip on a, on a stock. Right. I had an inside tip on a stock, called my lawyer, and I said, I, I know something's coming down. And, and I was allowed to make the trade because I didn't work there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was, it couldn't, it couldn't be brought back to me. I, I just knew the information. Uh, I've now yeah, you lost can... $15,000 on my my <laughs> oh. tip. So, oh. if that, you know. So, that was, uh, were you trying to short or are you trying to find like a tax uh, I don't, I'm not here, smart so enough for to the... short. I buy it going, this company's about to be bought. Right. The news comes out that it's being bought and it goes down. It goes wow. down. How's so, that? I don't know. It's uh, that's my luck. I'm saying like, you know, these, uh, we can't catch a break. It's not, the world isn't designed for us. Oh, that's no. uh, but that's doesn't great. that normally happen when you, when a company is sold, their stock actually is devalued? Well, it depends on who buys the company, right? If the if the head no, company I, is, I, yeah, is wildly I was told successful. it was, was going to there was going to be immediate bounce to a certain right. number, mm-hmm. and then it would go from there. And uh, you know, I thought I was going to make in two three weeks sixty thousand dollars. Well, that still could happen, mm. right? Because if it drops, and I'm not much on the stock markets, but you know, if they if you believe in some of the conspiratorial angles behind these stock yeah. markets, that they may be positioning it so that it does drop, so mm-hmm. they can buy in at this lower price and then jack it back up so it's going to hit the that's roof. what i mean i just keep buying as the market goes down i buy i just keep buying right how can that possibly go i'm wrong? the guy well because i'm like the guy in vegas who won't leave the table right. bring more cash <laughs> eventually it's going to go up you know that never seems to work for me i've tried that blackjack trip where yeah. you just keep doubling up the last bet you yeah. lost i went eight hands in a row and lost everything when yeah. i was out in vegas this last uh. time didn't you buy uh papa john's stock uh three weeks ago <laughs> i don't want to talk about that yeah. i don't think it's popular to talk about yeah. About that. Uh, House of Comedy, you're there tonight, 7.30 and 9.30. Some tickets mm-hmm. still available. Saturday, 7 and 9.30. Sunday, 7 p.m. And there's information you can find. I think it's houseofcomedymn.com. We'll- yeah, it's the mall. You just yeah. go to the mall and go. I, you just say, where I, I've, I've been here, I don't know how many times, five times maybe. I still do not know how to get from the hotel. I live in the mall. Okay, I live there. (laughs) I still don't know how to get every single night. It's a I get lost. I I panic. 
Now, are you in the hotel attached to the mall? Yes. And, and you're still having trouble. Why are you laughing at me, buddy? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing I'm not, near you. I'm, I'm not an idiot. They, <laughs> well, the mall. The story would tell us differently. The mall. <laughs> the mall changes. It's like a. It's like a lazy yes. Susan. They move. Bubba, Bubba this isn't Hogwarts, Orny. <laughs> yes, this it is. Hogwarts. The shit that they're yeah. not moving around the, the staircases on you. But here's here's why I bring this up. Mm-hmm. I'm. I was supposed to be here next weekend. Right. I had to move that because. I'm, uh, you know, I'm flying a private jet to uh, Monte Carlo. Nice. So, um, but so there's a lot of people out there, and by a lot I mean 15 that think I'm here next weekend, <laughs> and you need to get your tickets transferred now right. to see me tonight or tomorrow night at the House of Comedy here at the at the mall. Sorry, and, only 13 of those people listen to this show, though, so I can't guarantee you right. we'll get you all 15. Get there early. Get like, there if you're early. there tomorrow, if your tickets are for tomorrow night, leave now. <laughs> because <laughs> the mall morphs into a different... Uh, go to the mall. We're on the fourth level. Right. Go walk around the mall. Ask any security guy where the fourth level is. They don't even know. It's... <laughs> A mysterious floor that doesn't even, it doesn't exist. It's like uh, being John Malkovich. It doesn't, (laughs) this whole experience doesn't exist. No? Yeah. It's not that hard. It's Why are you so cocky about your mall navigation? It's a, the because I, because the I get lost walking down the block without my GPS. The mall's the only thing I've conquered since I moved to Minnesota. You think if I could put you anywhere in the mall? Yes. I put you outside of, let's say, the Apple Store. I'm sure there's an Apple Store. Sure, or the aquarium. Yes. Oh, yeah. You think you could find the House of Comedy. Oh, I know. Straight up. Mm-hmm. You can't get to the fourth floor from there. See, that's <laughs> no, why I know you you're can't. already wrong. No. You're wrong. It is straight up from the uh, Short aquarium. straight up. Straight up brings you to you the movie theater. And then you have to take the... No. Uh, no that's the other side. No. Oh, my wrong. God. I'll go with you. No. Hang, out. <laughs> Hang on. We've got more to talk about. You're listening to The Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so... I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. So Too, they make these kiosks now. You can just walk right up and you can see where everything is. You can just look. 
I'll okay. show you how to get her on the mic. I, I know you're trying to be fun. Let's cut the music when I'm talking. Play when he's talking. When I'm talking, we can have no music. We don't. Let me tell you something. We don't need anything to texture the entertainment value when I'm speaking. Now, when he's get ready with, him. are you ready? Is that Tom's son? No, no Tom's son is on on the voice in your the ears. Same Andy. look, this kid. Yeah, I'm over here. When he speaks, hey, buddy, Mike, Mike, are you on the music? That, yeah, yeah. Okay, do you understand how this is working? Or are you yes? Look? Okay, so when I'm not speaking, then the music comes on, right? Gotcha. I'm with you. He's the he's just the constantly today, going up and down. Just yeah. Every time I the talk, music isn't on. on. Do you see? <laughs> He's got other buttons to push. Yeah, he's... Wow. Internet porn's keeping him busy over there. He can only focus on one thing at a time. So if you go... There's a kiosk. Right. Okay. So yeah. if I walk out of my my hotel uh-huh. and I go... To, I'm right there. And I go to the kiosk. It right. looks like a big iPad. And I right. type in where I want to go. Well, they could type it in now? You See, type I don't go to the mall market. C-O-M-E, right? <laughs> D. You have to get to D. I did this three, three different locations. Yeah. It says... Get in the elevator behind you. Go to the fourth floor. Okay. Mm. I get in. I press four. It goes down to one. Okay. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> then I go across the way. I do it again. It brings me to two. Stop. Okay. Then somebody points out there's a thing in it that says this elevator is not going to the fourth floor anymore. You need to go to the east and oh elevate. Let me tell you something. I don't have a compass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a mall. It can't be that hard. So when I show up and it isn't sold out, I right. just imagine, you know, a hundred people walking around the mall, around the mall going, you know what? Like the Jews in the desert. Yeah. That's what's going on. Let's, they can't find you. Yeah. You know what? Let's just go to Cinnabon. <laughs> That's got just as much funny. What's the drink minimum at Cinnabon? It's a dumb mall. Whoever designed it is dumb. Can I tell you something? Sure. And this is—I'm in a mall last week. I'm in Edmonton. I don't even care if that kid's listening. I don't. I mean, seriously, what? What if you paid somebody minimum wage? Could they do the job instead of an intern? I mean. so I'm, I'm in, uh, and I'll talk about this on stage. I'm, I'm last week. I'm, I'm in another mall. I'm doing a tour of malls. Mm-hmm. I, I just like it, Tiffany from the '80s. Yeah, I like this. just yeah. kill me. So <laughs> I'm in Edmonton in Canada. I'm there for ten minutes, and in, in, in the mall, okay. And this is what you hear here. I thought like somebody scored a goal. I thought somebody scored a goal in the mall. Then you hear this announcement: active shooter. Active what? shooter. Oh my god. Active shooter. Huh. Then a pause. No. This is only a warning. This is a drill. Oh my god. This is a drill. No. Like why well, so I go, how about we open with this is a drill? <laughs> People are diving mm-hmm. into uh like stores and they're putting so it was a drill for the workers at the mall to learn what to do if there was an active shooter. They don't tell us this. So I dove into something called Peoples, which is like there every kiss begins with K, right? <laughs> right they right. pull the gate down. This is when I realized how dumb people are that work at the mall. The, the girl at the store across the way is about to close the day, gate, goes out, grabs a sandwich board that's advertising their sale. <laughs> Make sure that doesn't get shot up, right? <laughs> then, then. Uh, so now I'm, I'm I'm hunkered down, and 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 they start speaking French. Now the French announcement. Well, they, it, 
It seems like the French announcements are going on a lot longer than the English. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I, like, right. I think they're tipping like the real off. information. Yeah. Right, right, uh-huh. right. American in peoples. Go get them. <laughs> so, sick wow. of malls. Yeah. Holy cow. You're right. Well, that's the same. Is that the same looking mall? Because that's the same people, right? The Edmonton mm-hmm. Mall? Yeah, Isn't but I didn't get, you don't get lost in that mall. You know what I mean? You no? can get to all the floors. <laughs> you know, only whoever opened this... This common club said, so "Let's let's find a location where, where you can't even get to the fourth the floor in the mall." I mean, it's so it's absurd. You know, there's a place called. I used Ooters. to work there. I used to work there, and seriously, if I didn't park in the exact same spot every day, I couldn't get to it. There you go. Because there's like, you go in the parking ramp, and it leads right to it. But if you don't park in that ramp, if you park anywhere else, I don't know. It's like yeah. The fourth floor is like, you know, 1% the size of the third floor, so you have to know the exact spot Thank to go you. up. Twilight right. Is. There isn't like a it's walkway a all the way around. It, no. No, no. You know what it is? The guy who probably designed like casinos in Vegas said, uh-huh. let's do it the same way so they can't leave. Right. They stay. But yes. what happened was in Vegas, if you're going to gamble, you're just going to find a slot machine, a table, wherever you are, right? Mm-hmm. They don't understand. We're trying to find Cinnabon <laughs> in Orny's comedy show. Well, I, it- I was completely lost in uh, in Caesars one time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't get out. I'm like, where's a door? They Where won't tell the you. They I will not tell you. No, I had to, I had to find a security guy. I'm like, could you please lead me to a door? I know I sound like an idiot, but I can't get out of here. And what do they say? How much? How much have you lost? We can't <laughs> no, let you no, leave until you've lost. He said this. He said this happens 50 times a day. Yeah. I mm-hmm. have to bring somebody to the door. No one can find the doors. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there. Right. So if there was an active shooter, we we couldn't even get out. If there was a fire. <laughs> no. You'd never find the door. No Aren't way. there people jumping to their deaths from this mall, too? <laughs> yes, there are. Right. Well, there you right go. Right on the aquarium they side. They couldn't find their way out. Yeah. They're <laughs> not unhappy they people. Just, no, they're not up. unhappy people. <laughs> they just gave up trying to get out. I almost fell off the roof trying to find my show last night. And I'm a happy person. And well, they would have been like, oh, he killed himself. No, he didn't kill himself. He couldn't find tried, the... Well, they couldn't get to the hotel. Couldn't get to the hotel. I have noticed they have, they have installed like this lounging lounge area. Where people can, it's not food court. It's just like another place you can go and just like sit down and, and relax. Just rest. Right. Really? Yeah. Maybe rest from your four mile walk trying to find the comedy club. Hmm. Yeah, I was there uh, talking about the weirdness of it. I was there the one day when Shoplifter, they're chasing him through the mall. He just takes a header off that third floor deal, just runs right oh. up to the elevators and takes a dive right off towards the stage below. By accident? No, that oh. was it was his escape route, I guess, and boom, that was it. He was done. But that was oh talk about disturbing. You're like, <laughs> you know, nobody's prepared for that when you're walking around at the Mall of America, and that was right on the floor below. You were there. The like, yeah, did, did you hear right Assassins? Did you think Assassins Creed is real? You can just <laughs> yeah, climb yeah, all like over the place and drop three. Through this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he just came flying around. Uh, they, they were chasing him, and he. It was. I don't know what he was saying. He just literally just hit the bar and went wow. right over, and that was it. But yeah, that that side of the mall is really strange because there's, and it's mostly that side. There's a lot of suicides that take place off that fourth deck. Oh, is that true? Oh, I thought yeah. they were doing it from outside. No, they're hitting it off the the uh, the parking ramp, I guess. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So should they put netting or something? I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. They've had a lot of problems with that there. Yeah. I mean, they don't yeah, advertise maybe that a whole two, lot. Three and four. <laughs> So you, as he pulls up the Mall of America website for me, let's look up death total in there for us, Mike. 
Well, remember when they first opened and it started getting heavy into the gang run. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah, Minnesota gangs. You don't want to mess with them, are Well, no. You know, after the late... Norwegians. Sh- there is some, there is some uh, hanging out that goes on. Yeah. When the mall seems closed. Sure. Like when I'm walking back at the oh, end yeah. of my shows, I go, uh, this isn't... Uh, you know, let's, I'm going to get back to the hotel and get there safe if I can find it. But no, but, hey, but the, the upside is you get to go to Australia where it's easy to find everything. But everything out there is trying to kill you. Yeah. That's a weird country. I'm going back out there in June. Where are you going? Um, quarantine station where is that? Uh, Melbourne. Yeah. So we're going to be going out for that. and uh, For yeah, what? It, I, I do live events out there with listeners from my radio show. And we're going to be out there for a... A conference and uh it's it's just it's a beautiful place i love going out to visit but <laughs> like they're telling me oh we've got spiders that kill our snakes oh. they've got just creatures everywhere that want to yeah. eat you kill you and, and yeah but not in a city you know you're no right. but you're out in the, well that's where we're heading out is to the, <laughs> oh. out in the outback but like I, I, it's just weird that's a i'm not a big outdoorsman i did a i did a show in in arizona last year a private show <laughs> right and at the hotel and the, i had a like a it was a gorgeous resort, right. gorgeous suite, and I had like what looked like I was at like a like a um, like a, a, a fancy W hotel type thing. Like I had a oh, patio sure. with white furniture and and it, like uh, what do you call those things? Uh, the like uh, when you go to, uh, to the pool, you can rent a cabana. Oh, cabana. A cabana. Anyway, I'm about to go outside to enjoy this with some you know I'll order some breakfast in, and there's a thing on the sliding door that says. Beware of uh, uh, creature, uh, you know, uh, desert creatures. They, they call them desert. And there was a picture of a, like a scorpion. And, uh, you know, yeah. apparently you open that door for a second. These things fl- come into the room. Right. They hang out. And they hang out. And you shoot. So you've got to. So I, I go, this can't be real. Anyway, two people at the conference that I was performing for right. got bit by these things. No Because they had gone outside and they creeped in. They'll, they'll hang out in your shoes. They'll hang out in your bed. And you're supposed to, before you go to bed every night, people in Arizona shake their covers out. You know what I mean? Jeez. Yeah. That's why, that's why real estate's cheap there. Right. You know what I mean? See, Minnesota cold doesn't sound so bad now. It kills yeah. off all that killy stuff. Yeah. All that bitey, killy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's much safer to stay indoors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't do that much. Uh, very cool. You so see, you're, you're doing a lot of traveling. You get to see all these great places. Has there been a place where you've just like been so psyched to get there, and when you get there, the audience is completely out of touch with with what real humor is? No, because you know that's my job to relate. You right. know what I mean? Like, sometimes I was in South Africa. It took me about three weeks to finally figure out exactly because you go in there and you're sort of unaware you know that's that's what americans do we we were unaware so i was doing at the time jokes about fabric softener well you you know after like week two i go into a supermarket there is no fabric softener they've right. got one brand of like government issue powdered you know uh laundry so, detergent laundry soap, right? and that's it so yeah it's you got to sort of know your market and and so when i go to these other countries there's a feeling out process but uh no no, never no. have any problems with just flat audiences on you. No, because that. you know, unlike a lot of comedians, like I'm, I'm not divisive. I'm not there to divide. I don't, I don't discuss politics or religion. I, I'm there to sort of show how we're more common than uncommon. Right. I want people to look around and go, "Geez, we're all the same." Right. Um, and so, really, it's about human nature, and uh, it's you know, it's a study of of humanity. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Uh, love is love. 
I, I give you guys a lot of credit. I, well, just hold a, on a second. Not everybody. What? You give me credit. No, well, I give you credit. I give uh, comedians in general, though, watching the audiences. Yeah. I can't believe uh, I was in a club not too long ago, and we're sitting there, and while the openers are doing their thing, the women at the table behind us are talking at this full volume. Just, yeah. bah, bah, where are we going to go over it? And, and it's just throwing everybody off. And one of the guys goes, shh. And he goes, why? He's not the headliner. Wow. And you're just like, wow, wow. The, the mindset that people yeah. are just so out of touch with what's going It's unbelievable. Going well, can't you just do your thing while I'm doing this yeah. over here? Why should it matter? She was right at the table up by the front. Wow. So I don't know how comedians don't just plunge forks in the eyes during <laughs> yeah. the entire show. Yeah. That would be, uh, I don't think I could handle that kind of abuse. Do you deal much with, uh, I, I would guess, yeah. with your kind of uh, humor and, and, and the way you do your presentation, you don't get a lot of hecklers, do you? I'd be, no. I'd be afraid you're going to just tear the living crap out of them. Yeah, I go after them. I, I just find it really rude. You know, like if you're not enjoying the show, right. and, you know, I'm not, I'm sure people have come to my show and don't enjoy it, just quietly leave, you right. know, or if you need to check your phone, just quietly, leave, you know, just, I, I've, rudeness bothers me because there's plenty of people around them having a good time so Mm -hmm. if you're there enjoying the show and somebody picks up the phone that light is so distracting right and it makes other people go geez this guy maybe he isn't that funny this guy's looking at his phone and then they think maybe i should look at my phone and it starts it takes you out of right where your head should be and same with talking and uh really shame on every club that doesn't uh, we call it policing that doesn't go around and say to people hey you got to get off your phone uh, that's what used to happen. And people, there used to be decorum and people used to have respect. And that just, we're lacking that in the world right now. You know, people used to cover their mouths when they yawn. Now people just walk around. They're going, Aah. you know, like they're the king of the jungle. You know, they don't say, excuse me. I say, excuse me, even if I'm alone. I practice. <laughs> well, <clears throat> now you, you know, you ask somebody to turn off their phone or whatever, and they'll almost want to throw a punch at you yeah want to come to blows no that's like pulling like the crack pipe away from somebody you know yeah yeah it's it's a weird we've been talking about on the show a lot there's just that disconnect now people just don't have the same kind of cultural understanding of what courtesy is and and you know there's just that that divide which i don't know how you get back over but in in your guys job doing comedy you are you're taking them out of where they're at Mm -hmm. into a different world that's got to be distracting as hell not only for the other people around them but for you because then does it i've watched i have a friend of mine a comedian mike brody and if he sees somebody's like not into it it just it screws with his head because he just wants to know how do i get you back yeah. And that kind of <laughs> that's got to be a, a hellish aspect yeah. of, of playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, you don't have to worry about that. The show's going to go great tonight, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. You can check them out seven thirty, nine thirty tonight. Saturday, seven and nine thirty Sunday at seven p.m. at the House of Comedy at the Mall of America. Orny Adams. We've got one more segment with them. Stay tuned. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. Is very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. 
That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Had a good embarrassing moment with Tiffany back in the 80s. She was at uh, Woodfield Mall in Chicago, Illinois. She was about to perform. I had no clue who she was. And I was Sean Burke. Yes. And I come walking up, and I'm standing there, and there's this little redhead. I swear to God, she was nothing more than four and a half feet tall. She's standing there. She goes, what's going on? I go, I don't know. Some chick named Tiffany is going to be singing out here. She goes, have you ever heard her? I said, no. I go, she looks hot. She goes, yeah, I guess she does. So I go back over, and we're watching the show, and all of a sudden they introduce Tiffany, and she comes bounding out. Looked nothing like her picture. Still a yeah. pretty girl, but didn't look like the flaming redhead. Yeah. And didn't have on all the makeup and everything like that. A nice, embarrassing moment of, oh, yeah. And then she comes out singing and points at our group and has a good laugh at our expense. But, uh, yeah, the, the mall tours, uh, it, Listen to this now. Lisa Bonet. Well, wait a minute. In all yeah. fairness to me, I'm not playing in the food court. No, no, I know. You're the one that brought up. <laughs> she was like in the middle were... of the food court. I, I'm yeah. in a very, I'm in a contained comedy club situation. Mostly. I mean, yeah. it's uh, on a level that doesn't exist at all. exist. <laughs> <laughs> all the people are just holograms. Uh, Lisa Bonet is finally weighing in, which I know everybody's been waiting for, yeah. on the Bill Cosby controversy. She says, there was no knowledge on my part about his specific actions, she told Power or Porter Edit, but... There was just energy, and that type of sinister shadow energy cannot be concealed. Mm. Bonet, 50, played Cosby's daughter Denise on The Cosby Show. Bonet said she always sensed a darkness in Cosby, but maintained she never knew anything about his alleged activity. Did you hear that? Seriously. By the way, I sensed... Uh, I, I sense a darkness in the room right here. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I want to say, I don't it's Mike. Want... He's just very... He's got a brooding soul. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Darkness Dave. Yeah. His, his radio show is called Darkness Dave. Yeah. Darkness Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Darkness it's, Radio. Uh, it says here, if I had anything more to reveal, then it would have uh, happened a long time ago. She said, that's my nature. The truth will set you free. It's funny how she's only waited like four years to come out about this truth, though, huh? Yeah. It's time to get back in the public eye, you think? Uh, I get, where has she been? You know, she's married to the guy who played Aquaman. Huh. Oh, uh, uh, MoMA? Yeah. Jason MoMA or whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. I did not know. How do you married. know that? I just happened to be... Masturbating? Jason no. MoMA. <laughs> it's like just surfing one day and says, um, had 
had a picture of him as Aquaman, and it just said, "See who his wife is." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." So I clicked on it. Yeah. Look at you. Was, and it was like Lisa Bonet. And it was like I'd have never guessed that one. Yeah. And I think she. Well, she's older than he is. Wow, she was stunning in her day. I haven't oh, seen yeah. her pictures is. lately. Is she? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she's twelve yeah. years older than Mike. Him. Can you pull that picture back up of her? The the more recent picture you had in the article. Yeah, she's not. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, she's uh, hey. yeah, and she's on the cover of Porter or whatever Porter edit. Not uh, not too shabby, but yeah, it's weird how her career just kind of vanished. But she yeah. got she got all kind of heady and too much into it. Did you have uh, sleep to, to, to get into comedy? Was <laughs> there were there uh, were there people that really inspired you to do this, or was this just something that? You know, Tom Bernard really? was really the reason. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I Let's see. You know, I, I, one of my biggest influences, and I'm not saying this because I'm here. This is cited in uh, a lot of uh, interviews I do, is Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, you know, I took artistically more from Bob Dylan and Mick Jagger than any, any comedian. Uh, you know, I took stage presence and writing and uh, sort of their how they creatively uh, put out. So uh, that's... That's that. So when I'm in Minnesota, you know, I feel like uh, I, I'm hoping the cold will do to me <laughs> what it did to Bob Dylan, That's Robert Zimmerman. I've when, never, now I've never heard a comedian uh, credit anybody outside of the comedy field for what makes yeah. their stage presence work or where they're they're coming from. Yeah. When he said, "Not just because I'm from here," the first name that popped in my head was Hedberg. Love Mitch. Love Mitch. Somebody just posted a picture recently of me and Mitch uh, at the DC Improv years ago. Years ago. Uh, Mitch and I were uh, friends. Mitch and I, uh, he wanted to live with me, but I knew there was something going on. There was a darkness to Mitch. Uh, I know a lot of times we don't Thank use Thank you, this. Orny Bonet. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, you know, I just knew it probably wasn't wasn't for the best. But, uh, you know, I used to... I, used to love working with Mitch, and what a talent. Yeah. What a talent. So, and zero influence on my career. So did he travel with a bass player, or did he just find one in every I, city? He you know, I, that was just one specific tour that I think maybe, or, you know, or a show. I don't think he did that all the time. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, if you're Mitch, it can't be that hard to find somebody to come up and play right. bass. But uh, what a talent. Just, man, what a writer. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bummer he hasn't put out uh, anything recently. <laughs> I had uh, I, I never heard him when he was around. I just I don't even know being in Minnesota how that skipped over my my world. Yeah, and I didn't. I, I listened on my serious car radio, and I'm listening to the comedy station. I started hearing. I'm like, God, this guy's hilarious, and started doing the research online and found out about his his untimely death. But it was just like, wow, I, it yeah. is amazing how somebody that's that talented. And is explosive everywhere. How pockets of people know about it, but it's not everyone. Yeah, yeah. Mitch was Mitch was amazing. What what stations on Sirius do you listen to? Uh, you know, I can't tell you the exact titles of them. I know they're just all in a cluster. There's like about five yeah. comedy channels all yeah. in a row. I, the Foxhole and yeah. Well, the Foxhole has been changed to uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, has it really? Yeah. Oh, it isn't. Uh... Jamie Foxx's Foxhole anymore? No, it's not Jamie Foxx's oh. Foxhole anymore. It's now Kevin Hart's Laugh or something. Yeah. Oh. Um, then there's like Laugh the, USA. Say, there's there's uh, Jeff uh, and Larry's Comedy, comedy Channel. Right. So. Yeah, comedy Roundup. Com- comedy comedy Roundup. Roundup. I, I will say this. And Laugh Canada. Laugh Canada, yeah. yeah. So tonight, uh, and I don't know exactly at what time, mm-hmm. but on Laugh USA and on Raw Dog, and oh, perhaps yeah, on Jeff and Larry's Roundup, but definitely Laugh USA and um raw dog they will be premiering for the first time my latest comedy album which is called more than loud and it's been on showtime since december 
And uh, tonight, if you want to hear the entire album, 80 minutes, unedited, go to Raw Dog. And if you want to hear uh, a, a cleaner version where you, you can sit there with your eight-year-old kid, uh, go to Laugh USA. And it's called More Than Loud. Or you can do it even better and go right out and see you perform live tonight at the House of Comedy at the yeah, Mall of America. Please do that, too. And please, uh, you know, it's on demand on Showtime right now, and it's airing on Showtime. And you can watch it and come out and see uh, some new stuff and some of the, the greatest hits and uh, have a good time. If you can find the fourth floor. <laughs> Have you, uh, mall. Apparently, in the news, I'm being sent this uh, telling you uh, if you get an offer to go to Playa del Carmen, Mexico, mm-hmm. you should pass on that offer. Right Why? Now. It says the State Department abruptly closed the U.S. consulate in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. They're prohibiting all U.S. government employees from traveling to the popular resort town. Mm-hmm. Government sources tell CBS News the measures were taken because, <laughs> because of a real crime threat. Yeah. That's the cartel. You can't, uh, you know, they were finding bodies on beaches down there. Wow. Yeah. Dead. By the way, dead. I'm not talking about, like, (laughs) sunbathing. Like, like everyone in the room got, like, a look on their face. It says a security alert is now in effect for all Americans considering Mm. travel to Playa del Carmen. You think that they would work out some kind of deal with the resorts that would pay to keep you safe and keep their people safe? Not after the tariff. Not after NAFTA. That's true. Yeah, that's going to make traveling real interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I thought Mexico was pretty much like off limits because of everything that's going on. Yeah, there. that's what I hear. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't even get out that side of the world. There's too much nonsense going on. I try to try to stay in the Midwest where it's safe. Safe. We've got uh, Orny Adams live in studio again. He's going to be at the House of Comedy at the Mall of America tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. There are some tickets out there. More Than Loud is uh, the name of the comedy special that's on Showtime. You can find it on demand, right? It's on demand, on and uh, it's airing. But you can watch it anytime you want. And if you have uh, uh, Apple TV or Amazon Prime or Hulu and you pay for Showtime, you can watch it right now. You can watch it uh, on demand. And it's, Maybe uh, that's what Mike really is doing over there. He's watching it the whole time. Well, he's not watching. I think he is. Chuckling, <laughs> he's just chuckling still angry. Got yelled at and scolded. <laughs> he's such a powder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> such a powder. He's going to need a hug when you leave. I can sense he's not going to get one from me. Come on, red face. <laughs> Do you? Uh, hey, I wouldn't mess with that Sicilian if I was you. Yeah. Oh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> there's no fear in there, huh? No, I've tangled with the best. <laughs> do you do you feel that there's any kind of reflection when you hear, hear the stories like with Bill Cosby or you see all the stuff going on in Hollywood right now and affecting mm-hmm. – I mean, does that have to put you on the spot of being careful of how you talk to people at the clubs before and after shows, mm. everything like that? Or are you just – I'm just going to keep doing what I do and not worry about – Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I live a very – you know, wholesome life. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not religious, but I don't, you know, uh, to me, I like fairness and justice. And I, uh, you know, I would never do these things. So uh, to me, you know, if we're going to shake the tree and get some of these people out of it that have been mistreating people, whether right. they're men or women or for whatever reason, they're horrible people, get them off my planet. Let's make some way for people that are playing by the rules and are good to people. And, uh, you know, so to me, uh, I'm sitting back quietly going, this is great. So are you just like calling up all the places that Louis C.K. had to cancel from, see if they got a gig open for you? <laughs> well, he's play, he was playing bigger venues yeah. uh, than me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't weigh in personally on, on any right. of these stories. 
because uh, I don't you don't, you never know the details. You know, like when you see like a, a couple breaking up, you go, Jesus, I always thought they were so happy. Like you, or you see a couple, like you have friends that fight all the time. Like, why are they together? You don't know what goes on in right. private. But I will tell you, as somebody that has been subjected to unfairness in Hollywood, whether it's from, uh, it could be female executives or, or gay executive, male executives, uh, men, it, it, it goes on and it's horrible. And uh, I, I'm not opposed to uh, a meritocracy where the, the person with the most talent moves forward rather than, you know, for the wrong reason. What? Yeah. yeah. What? I'm putting my foot down. Way to shake it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a rebel. I know, you are. Does that, uh, is it weird, though, when you say, you know, people don't know what's really going on, but then you have guys like Louis who, they were, he was pretty open about what he was doing, I guess, and just everybody seemed to know this story coming out. Are, are you surprised it took as long for some of these stories to to finally surface, or do you think it's just become a pecking party now? Again, I'm not going to comment specifically, I don't mean specifically uh, on him, but I just mean, are you surprised to see that kind of? I'm thing? surprised there isn't more out. Really? On 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 some some situations. Really? I, I think that, that uh, rhyme with well, I Richard just think, I just think that uh, <laughs> I just think that if. I had a secret about somebody that was in the business right now. Mm -hmm. I would keep it to myself. So uh, I don't think it's in people's best interest to come forward. I I wouldn't want to be labeled, uh, be known as the guy that was victimized or be entangled or feel like I have to defend. We live in a horrible society right now where, you know, victims are shamed, unfortunately. And it's not easy to come forward as a victim. And as somebody that... Has on a very, very minor level been put through some things. I have never discussed it, nor would I ever discuss it, um, because it just it's it's for me, and uh, you know. So I, I think um, I, th- I I think there's uh, you know there could be more. It's it's easy for comedians to jump on the bandwagon. They do it on, on mm-hmm. late night talk shows all the time to start taking shots at the the celebrities that are kind of under fire. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen that same kind of thing going on now with everything. Weinstein is the only one that seems open target to anybody. Yeah, to take shots at. But it's the other the celebrities aren't taking the shots at the other celebrities as much for for having these kind of instances going on. Do you think that's just because many of them have these skeletons or afraid if they start whacking at somebody else somebody's gonna go interesting yeah. you brought that up Warney. i yeah. seem to remember you and a clown yeah no, and not, that- uh, i don't think necessarily i just don't think it's good for business right you know i i, I think that um <clears throat> let's put it this way it's a lot easier if i were to bash bill cosby it'd be a lot right. easier to do it now that he's mm-hmm. 80 right. rather than 40 and super relevant so i think as time goes on and people become less relevant, mm-hmm. I think more is going to come out about, and I'm not even saying about the names that have been mentioned. There could be other names. I, I, and I'm not saying I have any specific information, but I'm just saying that, um, you know, once people die or they're just not relevant, uh, that's when people seem to really come forward. Well, sure, it's a lot easier to kick them at that point. Cause... It's not, is it kicking them? I mean, they did something to somebody. You know, well, but but you bring a point up. Yeah, it is kicking because if you didn't have the balls to do it when they were sitting on top, no, then it's just kind of kicking. Because at that point, I just feel like you're. You but know? that's victim shaming because it isn't the balls. It it takes a lot to come forward as a victim. Right. First of all, no, first I, of all, I get that. I'm not talking necessarily about the victims. I'm talking about people that knew that. I don't know. I I don't, have you ever? I mean, I have you ever had a gun in your face? I've had a gun in my no. face. Okay, you, I, I've had a gun in my face. Okay, you. <gasps> Pardon me. You. Even to this day, I go. Did I really have a gun in my face? 
Like, it's just, it was my mind playing games on. Like, it, our own clarity isn't that much. Right. So, I mean, like, we, our minds, and and, and do I want to say I had a gun in my face? Because now maybe someone else put a gun in my face. Like, it, it, you just. It, I get you. I, I think in, it, it's it's hard. And, and I think that, that I commend victims, true victims, people that have truly been victimized. For, when they come forward, right. I, I think it, it takes a lot of courage. I and agree. until you've been a victim, I'm telling you, I've not been a victim where I've been sexually assaulted, thank God. But I can't imagine the courage it takes to come forward. I agree. Orny Adams, you can see him tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday at the House of Comedy at the Mall of America. Make sure to check for tickets or just walk on up if you can and visit with him. We'll be back. We've got more right here on the Tom Bernard Show.